Hello, everyone. This is a call to actions. It is Sunday, April 15th, 2018. And your hosts today are myself, Kimberly Schultz, and Bobby Vaughn Jr. Greetings. Our guest today is Nancy Hopkins, I should say returning guest. We looked to see uh, last time that we interviewed you was back almost exactly four years ago in 2014. So we are very happy to hear about all the things that have happened since then. Uh, primarily, we wanted to focus on some of the sh stuff you're doing with the Shungite and the bees. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and introduce um, our guest. Uh, she is a previous U.S. Army intelligence officer and was trained in the concepts of the electronic battlefield and electronic warfare, where EMF and Wi-Fi frequencies are the critical component to war. It's very relevant today. It took decades to realize electronic warfare was not just being used against perceived enemies. It was also being conducted on the U.S. civilian population. From spying on everyone to attacking the population energetically with the telecommunications network, there has been a silent invisible enemy unleashed by the financial industrial complex that is either doing it with purpose or just does not care for the health consequences of their actions. And we're specifically a little bit concerned with the 5G that they're really pushing out today as well. Um, Nancy's website, if you want to see, is cosmicreality.net. And we have been wearing um, our Shungite since we received it from you. I have mine on right now. Um, and could you just go ahead and open up on how you even found out about Shungite and what it does? Uh, okay, uh, you got a couple of days. <laughs> it's it's. It's that powerful a story because, um, okay, my my background in electronics and uh, warfare made me realize that these things are dangerous, okay? The electromagnetic fields are dangerous. Then my brother um, told me he was working around radar. Now, I was, I was out of the military by then, but I knew the dangers, and I tried to warn him. How particular, in particular, the radar was a very dangerous frequency, and he just blew me off. And um, it took about 20 years, but he died from it because the very brain tumor that he got was directly associated with those frequencies. So, in the meantime, I had attempted to warn people, as had many, many other people. Um, I could go into that, but it's just like one of those, you're running around in circles and nobody will listen to you. And then my brother died in 08, and one day in, uh, actually it was 14. Um, it was like about this time in, in 2014. I was doing something, and all of a sudden Facebook is going ding, 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 ding. And what are they? What, what's their problem? And one of the groups I was associated with had just discovered the dangers of EMF. So I didn't respond. I didn't say, oh, you want to hear the stories? I'll tell you the stories. I just said to Gaia, who I believe is the uh, creator consciousness of this planet, and I said, Gaia, give me something to give them. I was just so over the battle. And within an hour, I stumbled on this. I wasn't looking for it. I was doing something else. I just said it. But the universe is a... An amazing thing. If you ask it a question or you set it on a task, it will do whatever you command. And that's what people are missing is the power of human thought. We are very powerful beings, but 
if you don't know it and you don't use it, you don't see it, you don't feel it. And this was one of those examples. I had thrown it out there. Please show me something. So all of a sudden I stumble on this thing, Shungite, something from Russia, and it's being used um, uh, to block EMF. And it was particularly involving uh, electronic warfare and battlefield stuff. Now, now, I don't even know why I was looking at it. I hadn't looked at that stuff in a long time. But anyway, so I get the information. So I go back to the Facebook. I give them the link. I said, get yourself some Shungite. You'll be all right. Again, totally over the battle. And then within a week, a friend of mine who had been planning on coming down here for two years, it kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed. She comes into the house, and she has a Wi-Fi system. I didn't at the time. And she turns it on, and as soon as she turned it on, I, I said, Lee, I can't take this. I can't take this energy. And so she looks at me really weird, like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Because she has to, she does business on the, on the, through the Internet. And what she did was she looked at her hand. Now, she's a, she's a, uh, she, she works in um, selling minerals and gems. And she looks at her hand, takes off a ring, walked over to the Wi-Fi station she just put up and slipped the ring over the antenna. And instantaneously, there was a, an energy change in the room that was like, oh, my God, how did this happen? What would you do? Well, I just got this stuff called Shungite. And I almost, I mean, <laughs> I almost fell off my chair. And it turned out that she had... Um, been doing some buying and there was this new mineral out there shungite and uh in jewelry she was primarily doing it in jewelry and she decided she'd try it so she had ordered some it had gotten to her the day before she flew down here so um i immediately walked over back to the, the computer and started and, and googled shungite and then i started really researching it and after about 20 minutes, 30 minutes, I said to her, uh, what else, what other, what other forms of it do you have? And she said, a pendant. And I said, I'll buy it. I took the pendant, put it on my dog because my dog, Josie, was 48 hours from dying. I've gone through a lot of animals. I know this. And the next day, she was so good, I forgot to give her her medication. And she lived another six months. In good, you know, I mean, she had issues, but she was happy and not dying <laughs> for six months after that. Oh, that so that's how I got introduced to it. Yeah, that just shows you that even just a little bit of it can can prolong your life that much. Imagine if you were born with it and were raised with it. I think we could, I could definitely contribute to uh, prolonging our lives and life extension. Um, the one question I have here that is really close to me is, um, you see, I understand that it's good for, um, for electromagnetic radiation, but is shungite good for blocking nuclear isotopes from radioactive elements like uranium and plutonium and like cesium-137? Yeah, I'll give you a, um, a link after the show to an article where they're using shungite uh, to clean up Fukushima. Mm. Awesome, awesome. All right, now, now this is where this is where the see the difference between myself and the let's say the established uh, shungite science. 
is that I believe in a science called enerology. It's a study of energy. And so when you use the word block or absorb, when you're talking about shungite, it's not correct. Now, they're doing something. They've got some university here and somebody over there in Russia or something. I don't know where they are. But they're, they're doing all this stuff, the shungite, and it's supposedly getting this particular isotope and this one and this one and this one. And then they'll say, but oddly enough, um, shungite by itself will take care of this one mm -hmm. without any enhancement. So, um, but they're looking at everything as if it's um, some kind of chemistry science based. I base everything on energy. The universe is an energy. I'm much more tied to quantum physics than I am to, you know, mainstream other stuff. The key to shungite is that it is only found in Russia. It's only found in Karelia, Russia, which is just to the uh, east of Finland. It used to be Finnish, but after World War II, the Russians took it over. That particular thousand kilometers of mineral, it, 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 was, it was something from outer space. I mean, you'll hear other stories, but there's no other explanation for it that really works. And it goes, so you got a thousand kilometers of it, and it goes down to any, well, it's normally around 200 feet, but it can go down to about 400 feet in certain areas. But the whole area in there, all the waterways, they've got like the second largest lake in Europe, right there in the bed. It's so pure that you put a straw in it and you suck it out. You don't have to filter it, it's never, it, it doesn't go toxic. Um, I could get into all of the historical ramifications of Shanghai, but. Um, what I, I was having a terrible time because of the translation process. Uh, Americans, English weren't really interested in anything that the Russians had to say on, on Shanghai initially when I got into the study of it. And so you'd go from Russia, Russian to French to Spanish, maybe to English, you know, if you're lucky. But by then you don't know what the Russians said. And so, and this, I knew this because I was a Russian expert. I knew what the problems were with translations. So I finally was just led to two different studies that were Russian studies that had actually been translated directly into English. And actually there were three of them. The first one gave me the word that I was looking for, and that's attenuate. Now, it doesn't absorb, it doesn't block, it attenuates. What's attenuate? It means change. All right, so the Russians knew there was something absolutely magical about it, but trying to explain, probably they didn't want anybody to know either, you know. So um, that was the first thing. The second thing is, is I found two separate companies, research companies that looked at, okay, at that point in time, the Russians were virtually all of their water purification systems, their plants, everything, was going to shungite versus carbon. Well, if you got or charcoal, and if you've got a filter that's got the charcoal in it, you'll know that after a while that thing stinks so bad, it's much more toxic than anything's in your water. And you certainly don't want to be putting your water through it. So the the and, and when they tell you to to throw it out and change it, it's probably already crapped up. Because by the time you start smelling it, it's really crapped up. So they are trying to find out how long shungite lasts before it has to be replaced because it's absorbed 
all the toxins. Mm -hmm. They couldn't find any absorption. Even if they couldn't find it. Even if it's ground to a powder and that powder's in your filter. It, they can't find it doesn't take it the water is absolutely pure yeah. but the the toxins aren't there what happened to them hmm. okay now i'm the one that came along and said i'll tell you what happened to them they okay i have this ability now i don't know what your audience is into but i suspect it, it they can maybe understand this i have the ability to remote view and one of the things about remote viewing that doesn't get very much press, because I don't think too many people really know how to do it, is I can remote view the molecular structure of things. I can actually see it. And what I was seeing happening was that inside of the shungite, now shungite's like a stew, you know, a frozen stew. There's clumps of pyrite in it and other things, and then there's carbon. And within the carbon is a molecule called a fullerene, a C60 fullerene. It looks like a soccer ball. It's a huge molecule, but of course it's a molecule, so it's very tiny, but it does look like a soccer ball. And it's the geometry of the soccer ball that is like the most perfect geometry in the universe. In fact, I think the universe is a fullerene, a C60 fullerene. So what happens is that the C60... And it comes down to the concept that the, the universe deplores a vacuum. If you've got something that's not there, something wants to get into it. And the same thing happens with the C60. Every angle, the distance of every line is equal. So when energy, and energy follows geometry. So when the energy is flowing through the, the fuller range, it keeps hitting, hitting the opposite and, and, and going into a zero point. And every time you have a zero point, you open up the quantum field. So when you open up the quantum field to all of the proto-energy of everything that was, is, or will be, you have an amazing field of energy that is rotating. We, we tell people it's rotating clockwise because it's easier for them to understand. Otherwise, we've got, to, we've got to go into torsion fields and other types of energy fields. But it's just the, 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 uh, we want to rotate clockwise. Nature wants to rotate clockwise. Our cells rotate clockwise. But a toxic thing rotates the opposite, counterclockwise. And Shungite being fueled by the nature, natural quantum field is rotating extremely fast in a clockwise place, in a clockwise um, rotation. Now, how, how, why do I, why can I stay, I mean, because I saw this, I explained it, I talked about it, I built products based on it, um, but then when the, 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 the scientists got so far into it and, and, and everything and they're looking at it, they were able to determine how fast the molecule was spinning. And that was my proof of what I was saying, because it's the fastest molecule that I or anybody else that I've seen has identified, and it's rotating 20 billion times a second. Amazing. So you've got this massive field mm -hmm. that now is trying to, anything that comes into the Shungite field is got to either be rotating clockwise or it's going to. So when you have an EMF field or a Wi-Fi field and it hits the Shungite field, that field is actually rotating counter to what your cells are rotating at. 
and it's much more powerful than your cells. And that's why you have vast and unbelievable deterioration of a human body in these fields. All right, because you're getting beat up because it's like two tap tops coming together, and one of them is extremely strong, and it'll stop the rotation of the other, and and many times start it spinning counterclockwise. But the opposite is true when it hits shungite, and so a Wi-Fi signal just simply, and it's it takes four seconds, but it takes four seconds for it to hit the field and then counter rotate. Now you're in a, in a field that is rotating clockwise and not only is it not hurting you it's actually helping you because your cells are now rotating faster they're throwing off toxins and it's all because of the shungite field so when you do the same thing with water the molecules that are toxic are rotating in the wrong direction that's why they're toxic they hit the shungite field and they attempt to do the same thing that the Wi-Fi signal did but they can't do it. They've got molecules. They're not just energy. And what happens is that when they start to do the rotation, the molecule loses its cohesion and it falls apart into atoms. And that's why you don't have any gunk in shungite water. You'll never have to replace the shungite ever. And you do not have to take it out and charge it. It's being charged by the quantum field. The sun is a is a Feel, fueled by the quantum field. You, you, there's nothing more powerful than Shunga. Wow. So um, what, do you, what do you suggest on a daily basis? Like I said, I wear mine around my neck. We have some placed around, um, like on our Wi-Fi, um, on our computers. Yeah, I wear mine in my left ear because Wi-Fi uh, signal comes through the left side into the antenna on my computer. So I wear one on my left ear. So what well, you know, you guys, if you if you were back in 14 when you were looking at me to begin with, do you know about the stickers? No. That's something relatively oh. new, isn't is that correct? Or have they been around for a little longer? Oh, we've, we've had them for three, three and a half years, almost four years. Well, about three and a half years, I guess, because we found it pretty quickly. Oh. What happened was, uh, go ahead. What it is is that, when I was working with a Shungite, I realized that, I mean, I would have a, a three-pound brick in my hand, and I'd have a nugget in the other one, and the nugget is more energetic than the three-pound brick. What's this about? Hmm. And so I worked until I realized that it, it's, it's, it's quantum-based, quantum science-based, but the smaller is actually a more powerful field. So that's when I said to, see, I, all, when I say I, I shouldn't say I because um, one of the requirements of me to be able to do what I have done is I asked Gaia, I said, Gaia, send me somebody that could take the stuff that's in my head and make it real. And that's a guy by the name of Walt Silva. And so I say to Walt, Walt, I'm seeing this and I need this. And he just goes off and makes me a device that will do what I asked him to do. He's absolutely astounding. Um, so I... I start to talk to him and I'm saying, Walt, I'm seeing that, that this is happening, you know, that the smaller you get, the more energetic it, it is. And um, so he starts to, to no, and, and what it was, was that, uh, no, we had done that, we were working with the powder, he was confirming what I was saying, because, I mean, he puts the powder in the nuggets in electric circuits, he, he's, he's a scientist, mm -hmm. and he takes all sorts of measurements, so... Um, 
then somebody got on me about the telephone cell phones again because by then we knew the nuggets would do this and um they they would clear your electric you know your electric house um and um I was focused on the electric, and, and I knew that the Wi-Fi was being affected because of the ring on the Wi-Fi system. So I said to him, "Well, we've got to we've got to find some way of putting something on the on a phone." And I said, "We we're not going to use these big chunks of the shungite because as soon as you machine it, you change its its field." I said, "I don't want anything machined." I said, "We got to do something." But he had been playing with the powder. And within a few hours, he messages, we get back on Skype, and he said, will this work? And what he had done is he had taken the powder, put it on some tape, and then stuck it on the phone. Yeah. Now, he, he can't, he's not energy sensitive. I don't think he could do the work he what, does if he wasn't, if he was, he was like me, you know? So um, we, we make up the first batch, and we're using the raw powder. And the raw powder was amazing. Um, you, you just stick these stickers on anything electric and it completely changes the field and everybody was happy you put it on the phone the phone changes the first indication that we were right with it was you know the older phones just a few years ago would heat up on you really bad and uh, nobody's phone would heat up phones that were not working started working um, so we knew that we were changing the electric field because we already he had already done testing to prove that if you put shungite in an electric system mm -hmm. that you actually uh, increase the flow of electricity it's more efficient so um then i start getting downloads and i'm going i'm going i go back to him i said walt something's missing he's going like oh no no this was this is what happened I'm, I'm talking to somebody that had one of my pendants, and I don't remember if you guys, pro probably not, but I would give people um, actual silver-wired pendants. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at somebody, and I'm going like, what the heck is the matter with your, your wire? And she said, oh, yeah, I meant to tell you this. This is all the, all the silver has come off of the wire. And I'm going like, wow, what's this about? So I get Walt on the, on the phone, and I said, and I, and I, I scanned her I scanned her the the situation and what I saw was that the silver coating the copper wire had come off of the wire and was now in the shungite so I tell Walt I said Walt I just saw this blah 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 and Walt goes oh yeah well silver will migrate and I said what does that mean he says well that's why they want to use gold and electronics because silver soldering will actually end up where it shouldn't be and it's really but I had talked to him about this, so now his little brain gets to going, and before I know, he's taken the powder, he's put it in colloidal silver, and now we've got silver-saturated powder. Mm -hmm. That powder now with the silver. See, when you open up the, make the connection to the quantum with a raw piece, the quantum door seems to go back and forth and back, and, it pulses, okay? When you add silver to it, for whatever reason, the silver holds the door open. And that was, all, that was the, the thing that took us into a whole different level of protection. Because what I was seeing was I was saying, to, I, I, I could see that the, the, just the raw powder was having an effect on the signal. But there was something else that was really bothering me about the signal energetically. 
And once we got the silver and I saw what started happening, what it is is that when you've got an electric signal, it's a very simple sign signal, you know, that up and down thing, you know, looks like a hill and valley thing. That's that's the signal. When you're talking Wi-Fi, you're actually talking about a signal that is square and very complicated. So if you're pulsing, you hit it, but you don't change it. You hit it, don't change it. When you open it up with the silver, boom, you hit it, and that thing turns around in, a, in an instant. So now we had the ability to change Wi-Fi. And um, that, so I've got to get you the stickers because... Yeah, and then And then we started taking the powder and putting it into pendants and just taking and making uh, liquid... Uh, uh, resin, you know, liquid plastic, they call it resin. And he would put the mixture of the uh, S4 and the uh, raw powder in, in this mix, and then you'd, you'd be wearing a pendant that, for all practical purposes, is plastic, but it's full of shungite. And, man, you, you know, nothing's going to hit you. You're, you're just, that, it's that powerful a field. But his mother said to him, you know, Walt, that would make an attractive magnet on the refrigerator mm -hmm. so the next thing I know he sends me one of these things with a magnet in it and I stick it on the refrigerator and I was shocked at the change because I had Shanghai in the refrigerator I had Bucky I had everything on it but the magnet just was like on steroids and what happens when you put the magnet on a refrigerator or anything else is like a box like an AC unit it creates, a, it creates a secondary field that turns into a toroidal field inside the refrigerator. So the refrigerator, if you put it on your refrigerator, it will become 20% more efficient than it was ener energy-wise, how much it uses. And the food in the refrigerator will last longer and taste better because it's being detoxified. Is it, is it, like, awesome. the, is it like transforming the fridge into a generator? No, it's more like a pyramid. Hmm. That's awesome. The, in my opinion, the same energy field I feel in a pyramid is the same energy field I feel and find in the refrigerator. Wow, that is awesome. I can't wait to try it and share it. Yeah, I would like to try it. And this, the other thing... Yeah, the other thing is if you put the magnet in your car, you also... The car will... will you have to... Have, you're in a metal shell, sort of. In a car, you're, you're not really in a metal shell. It's mostly plastic, we've discovered. But the frame is metal. And so it, it go, the magnetic field with the shungite field enhancement, fueled by the quantum field, just goes all The whole car becomes this, this field of, of protection. Wow. And you will also, you will also have fuel. Your, your car is going to run better, and you will use a lot less fuel. That's awesome. All of this has been documented. And I'm, you're probably aware that a lot of food is being irradiated as a way to uh, protect, protect it. Um, make it last longer. Well, make it last longer, whatever. They have excuses. Anyways, they're irradiating food and selling it on a market. I think that would be awesome um, to, to put this, uh, these stickers on the refrigerator, especially if maybe you're in a situation where you may be eating irradiated fruits and vegetables then it would definitely help in that case. Um, it's an experience. 
let me put it to you that way. The only way, way you can really feel it is to experience the difference in the food. Where, where would you put the sticker um, in, in the car? Well, in the, you, you can do any place you can stick it. Okay. The magnets are the ones that do the real power. Okay. You can use, you know, people have, and, and it's sort of like people say to me, well, if I can, because a lot of people are just concerned about the energy savings. And, well, if I can get the same thing with a sticker, well, go ahead. I'm not trying to save you money. I'm trying to protect you. Right. So you and if you're at, you know, and why do I have to buy the magnet? Well, because we have dealt with these things for four years, and they're much more powerful. It's a different field. You're not just in a shungite field. You're in a shungite magnet field. Yeah. So that's what we and the ma not just a sticker. Yeah. Um, it will. Oh, go on. Well, I just want to say, and that is is creating an organ flow. Mm -hmm. See, it's not just it's not just shungite. It's shungite and organ and organ or organite. Dr. Wilhelm Reich, mm -hmm. um, my partner there, Walt, has uh, is been involved in, in this energy for a very long time and is actually, if the mainstream media would pay attention to him, this guy's a Nobel Prize winner because he has absolutely been able to definitively picture Oregon in a shungite rubber field. We put shungite in rubber. He mixed it up. Then he put a magnet, a huge magnet, a six-inch magnet, underneath it and as it cured underneath the pan and as it cured the there was an entire all the shungite became um made the made you could see the the shungite had made the, uh, the copy of the magnet in the rubber and you know i'm looking at this thing he's showing it to me and i'm going like is this what i think it is walt and he said yeah i think it's i think it took a picture of the oregon field so I mean, this is what we're talking about. It's an it's a it's a science called enterology, and it's a science that is the future. Look at everything as energy, and you can explain most things that they can't explain now. Yeah, and going into the future, Shungai is going to play a very uh, important role because what we're seeing is you know with the upgrades of the telecommunications and even um, as everything and cities go smart. Smart cities, smart cars, these autonomous vehicles, uh, self-driving cars, use radar and LIDAR and other frequencies in order to detect its surrounding. Of course, it has its own computer inside, AI-driven, but it uses radar and all these different electromagnetic frequencies to detect and sense. And if that is part of our future, we're definitely going to have to protect us from this because you were saying that radar is uh, very dangerous, right? Well, first off, um, Wi-Fi is right now is at fourth generation. And people say, oh, we're getting fifth generation, the thing of everything or whatever, the world of web, I don't know what, the thing, 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 all you're hearing is thing, thing, thing. Well, it's not the fourth generation of Wi-Fi. It's a brand new technology. It's based on millimeter instead of what you have is a Wi-Fi frequency and um, it's it cannot be allowed to be in, it's turned on. You turn it on, kiss yourself goodbye because this was developed by the army as a weapon against people and the politicians have said yeah 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 you know well I'm gonna tell you the only way to stop this is to stop the politicians mm -hmm. and people say to me 
Well, well, Shungai changed it. I said, you don't understand. Shungai can change the, the frequency, the, the, the actual structure of an electromagnetic wave, but it does not affect functionality. And so the functions are still there. Otherwise, that nobody would be buying our product. If, if all of a sudden you put it on your phone doesn't work. Right. Well, exactly. we're not going to do, even if I had a product that could change that field because it's millimeter. You know, if you go out and you look and you see where a cell tower is, oh, there's one over there and there's one over there. These things are going to be every 800 feet. Already in the state of Florida, they have put out a law that says that if they want to put one on my property, that they can. I have no property rights for, if the telecommunications company wants to do something. Because they want to push this. And they have protected the, it's control. They can get inside your mind. If I had if I had 5G right right now in in around me, they could push a button and kill me. Period. They know that much about us. The smart meter, when the smart meter, and that's the critical part part of it. You know who knew? The smart meter every 12 minutes or something, it sends out a a, a signal that goes all around the house, and it takes readings of every single thing you've got on, it plugged in, and on top of that, they have these other this other ability to be able to determine who's in the room and are they sick or depressed or or, or are they happy and, and healthy. They can tell that by a signal. And I'm telling you, as an electronic warfare officer, with the highest clearances you can get in this country at the time. Now this is way back in the seventies. I knew this was possible. And if it was in the seventies and we're here now. You can only imagine what they can do. This cannot be allowed. This is the this is the line in the sand. Five G. Yep. You guys let this come on and it's kiss yourself goodbye. You will not have any more control. You know that's why we 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 are working so hard to make people understand the, the dangers of this. And to be honest with you, I went out and I started talk because they they caught me by surprise. They were putting these things in secretly. I didn't realize it. All of a sudden, I'm going, wait a minute, what are they doing? And um, so I kind of freaked out and because uh, I have my own radio show shows. And I just started, you know, you can't do this. You can't do this. And um, now there are so many people that have heard the message, not just from me, but from others. But that, that uh, this may be the thing that makes the difference. You know, you, you went too far. Because, see, the science says these things are dangerous. There's no saying, no, it isn't. It's a microwave, just like the microwave oven. What happens when you turn a microwave oven on? Right. It takes out all of the moisture inside whatever you're cooking. I apologize just a second. Well, I'm just going to bring this up since Nancy had stepped away for a second. But the... Um one of my friends had bought a smart car and it was her health was rapidly deteriorating and she went to the doctor and he said sell the car it's killing you so when you see and that's exactly what she did she got rid of the car her health came back but that technology was killing her and this is the, a silent deadly weapon that we cannot see and that we don't know what's going on around us unless we are sensitive to energy and we can say something's not right in my environment what can I do to protect myself mm -hmm. and maybe all these people that are getting sick and dying of cancer maybe it's actually this electronic warfare that's bringing the, these people 
to the place of sick health and death at the hands of these people that you can't see that are pulling the strings. So the point, you know, in having this conversation is what's going on? How can we stop 5G? How can we protect ourselves while we're dealing with what we have on our plate right now? And talking about this is about a solution. How can we protect ourselves and, and have the benefits of Shungite in our environment yes. right now? I'd have to say, you know, before 5G is actually in, implemented in full, before it's turned on, so to speak, we can protect ourselves by using Shungite once we directly take action against 5G. Um, if it gets to the point, they may have to be disassembled physically by us. And, you know, that's really risky. I'm not saying that that's something that I would partake in, but I'm saying I'm not saying that it's not something I w um, will not partake in, though, either. Because if it gets to the point of life and death, our country, the world, it's not just about the country, it's about the planet and survival of the human species. So we may have to take it to the next level and take direct action against these and disassemble them ourselves. Actually, I think that, I think there's a more practical way of doing it. Awesome. And the, okay, because what happened is that in Hawaii, the they tried to bring the smart meters in, and there were people there that realized the dangers, and they also realized right off the bat that they had no they had no legal right to be able to stop it because of the kind of things that they that the the politicians have put in place. You, the property owner cannot stop a cell tower from going into their property. Now that's insane. Okay, so what they did was that they drew up legal papers and they presented them to the politicians of Hawaii and said, if my family or myself becomes sick because of this, this smart meter, I am going to sue you yes. for dereliction of duty and because you knew and you will be complicit in, in attacks on, the, on human beings. The politicians backed off and they never got the smart meters in Hawaii. See, the, the politicians keep protecting all of these companies, but they're not protecting themselves. Yeah, well, they're getting kicked So So my, well, yeah, but my recommendation is go after the politician. All right. You know, what are they, what are they afraid of? They, you know, politicians get into the problems that they get into because they're blackmailed. Yes. All right, I mean, they set them up, they get a blackmail on them. Well, this is the blackmail that, that we should present as citizens of this world. And that is, we were going to find you guilty because you were the ones that were supposed to be in control of our safety. And instead, you let this happen. So there are ways beyond taking a baseball bat. That's right. You know. I'm just saying. And I, I don't. Well, if it came to that, it comes to that. But don't we, we don't have to go there because no, no, all right. we have to do is get enough people to understand the dangers. And as, you know, I, I'm 70 years old. I don't have any kids to protect, but I'm probably going to get incarnated back here, and I damn well don't want to go back into that society that's going to have everybody transhuman, AI, and walking around like robots. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, yeah, and the 5G is really the big step in creating a hive mind for autonomous robots roaming the streets. It's uh, pretty much their communication network, a Skynet setup, pretty much. 
Yeah, it's kind of freaky, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Skynet being the Terminator people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what? All right, now so that we do. So what? What happens now? Right now, if people would get on Shungite, and mm -hmm. okay, you, you you can get Shungite anywhere. And if you go to our YouTube channel, which is called Cosmic Reality Shungite, mm -hmm. you can find us. But I'm I'm Cosmic Reality Radio. We have many, many shows that we put up on that station. But the ones that are Cosmic Reality Shungite are specifically talking Shungite. And sometimes when I get the time, I put up videos specifically to answer certain questions. Mm -hmm. So if you go over there, you can find a lot of those is how to test to see if Shungite is real. Mm -hmm. And it's a simple flashlight. It's a flashlight test because another weird thing about Shungite is that it conducts an electric current. And so that's it's an easy test. You can find it over there. Make sure you got real shungite. I don't care where you get it from. And you can use the nuggets and you know, people have got pendants out there. The difference between everybody else and our store is that we only use our products. Our products are different. All of the pendants I wrap. Now that's a simple nugget with a piece of wire, copper that's enamel coated because gold and silver they, they just get absorbed into the shungite so um i had to go to enamel so that it wouldn't lose you know it's it's coloring um but the wire itself because it's a it's an organ transporter it has a flow to it so you got to know which way the energy is flowing in the wire then the the nugget itself has a, an energy field you have to know which way it is that it's going then as you wrap it you're wrapping an energy device so you got to know which way to wrap it, and that's all by feel. So we tried to have other people be able to do this, but they couldn't get this 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 thing, you know, this energy thing. And I'm sure somebody's going to come along that can do this. Um, Stephanie, my partner, her daughter could. Man, she she could feel those energies. Never made a mistake. Hundred percent, she was accurate. Mm -hmm. So the kids, again, it's all the kids. They they're bringing so much hope to me. Um, but so we have these pendants that are energy devices. Now, the store in Karelia, the big ones, the Shungite store, um, they've taken that same concept. They're calling it an energy device, and they're charging $5 for it. Okay, I guarantee it's probably screwed up. How much but, dollars? say again? You said $5? Say again? How much That's what they're charging for. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, we charge, you know, nothing under 25 uh, but that's, you know, you pay for what you get. Um, and just to set the record straight, so everybody knows, I don't make a cent on this. I have been blessed. I have an, I'm 70 years old. I have enough retirement money that I didn't need a new job. So I do all this because in the name of my brother, in the name of all these people that are sick and dying because of something that should never have been allowed to to occur to begin with yep. and can be fixed now with something as simple as a god-given gift from the stars called shungite mm -hmm. then and, and we also are the only ones that have the stickers out there's other people that talk about having the stickers and now i mean you can't believe you can say they're ripping me off i don't care as long as it gets to the to the people you know, I don't care if you come to us or you go to someplace else. But if you come to us, we got a hundred percent guarantee on everything. We we had one person in four years and 
something like over 4,000 customers that asked for it. <laughs> it was for a bag of nuggets. I don't think this is for me. Okay. Um, but we have a record of, you know, it's our reputation, you know. I mean, we don't ever want to have anybody who isn't happy with us. Um, so the stickers that we have, okay, they're called S4 stickers. And people, and, and right from the get-go, I said, we're going to have a problem here because we've got something that they're going to try to stop. So I pulled a, a, a patent on it, a, um, a provisional patent, and that gives you a year to file and, you know, to continue with the filing process. But it protects you for a year. And so for a year, I went on every radio station I could imagine and told them how to make <laughs> shungite-saturated powder, all right, because I wanted it out there in the public domain so that nobody could come along and try to shut us down because of patent. Um, so it's free for everybody. You should never have a patent problem on this. We have put it out there for over a year how to make it. And um, I'm not going to tell you how to make it. You can find out. I mean, it's... But the thing of it is, is that it's called silver-saturated shungite by Silva, Walt Silva. Mm -hmm. You can get other people that can make it for you, and it will work. But Walt Silva is a master. And everything that he does, he touches every piece of this and goes through such processing to get a signal that is not matched by anybody else. Awesome. So... And we're not expensive. I mean, you can get a package of um, stickers, the, the S4 stickers. Um, three of them, they're, they're $10 a piece. You know, and I've seen the same thing cost $250. It won't tell you what's in it. Forever. <laughs> Until they, you know, if you put, all right, if you, if you take them and you stick them inside a case on, like, your cell phone, they're going to last forever. Just every time you get a new cell phone, just put the sticker back in there. Um, if you put them on the outside of your phone, they're going to wear like a sticker will, you know. Um, you'll wear it off. It's like right now I've got one on one on the phone, and it's it's one of the older ones, but you can't even read the um, the logo on it because I've been, you know, it's been on there so long. But that's the only thing. And you can put these things on. Every, everything that's Wi-Fi enabled, you should have a sticker on it that is an S4 sticker because that's the one that affects the Wi-Fi. If you have an electric system, you can put the nuggets on the, on the any part, like the router, cable, whatever. That's going to change your electric system so that that is safe. But, and I didn't anticipate this, um, I don't very often have to dry my hair, but this one day I picked it up and I turned it on the dryer and I went, uh-oh, we got a problem here. Because if you've got a secondary motor that turns on, that turns on and starts giving you that bad counterclockwise wave. So like on your dryer, you should have a sticker. On your washing machine, a sticker. Your oven, a sticker. Everything that has a secondary motor associated with it, like your refrigerator. All right, but the refrigerator, I say, if you really want the magic, then, then spend the money and get yourself a, a, a refrigerator magnet. Because, again, you're never going to have to replace these. And we've got studies done on electric savings. And you're going to save anywhere between 20 and 33% on your electric bill. That's amazing. That, so you're going to get the money back and then some forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
I'd put one on my electric shaver. I mean, something that comes in that close contact with your skin is probably definitely uh, affecting you on a cellular level, I'd say. Um, what's the difference between, there are three different stickers. There's the Bucky Band-Aid, the S4 sticker, and the Smart sticker. What are the differences between these three? Okay, the Smart sticker is a sticker that you put on your um, fuse box. Now, we initially designed it to put on the smart meter, and I made them crazy because they tried this thing. Okay, it's more expensive. It's much more expensive than the others, but it also is much more complicated because not only did we have to use a a specific combination of the S4 powder, silver saturated, and the raw powder, but then they made us put it in a geometric shape to create a field that's so powerful that whatever the smart meter sends out is not going to hurt your family. And unfortunately, it works so well that apparently the electric companies found out what is happening to this house. They're not using as much power and we're not getting the right kind of readings. Because all of a sudden, the the smart sticker started disappearing from the smart meters. And we had these things had extra tape on them, weatherproofing tape, everything. You had to pull that off. It's not something that you could, you know, would accidentally fall off. Mm-hmm. So then I said, okay, obviously this is a problem. So then we started. Um, I started working with the fuse boxes, and uh, they, it works. It works to protect you. The reason I wanted it on the smart meter was I knew it would feed back into the system. Um, from the fuse, it doesn't have the, the same boost because the signal is also going back to the... Your fuse box is not really sending, is not sending a signal back to the electric company. The smart meter is. And I wanted the smart stickers on that to try to wake up the people at the other end that are screwing with me. Would you please wake up? <laughs> because the thing of it is, is that if you can get on Shungite now, then you're going to start feeling your brain clear. And once you start feeling your brain clear, you're going to start and you're going to feel healthier, then you're a person that can do something. So it's not like, you know, go after the five, fix yourself now so you have the energy and the and your brain starts to work again. Because one of the problems with the cell phones is you're breathing in heavy metals when you're talking on it. That's why keep the dang thing away from your face. Yeah, I use speakerphone. You know? Yeah, yeah me too. So what do you suggest that so, people have at the minimal? I mean, like at least have a sticker or a magnet oh, on their refrigerator because that helps. Okay, we we have we have a kit there. It's oh. called the Environmental Shungite Environmental Kit, okay. and in there you're going to get a, a bag of nuggets, a magnet, uh, three stickers, um, three of the S4 stickers, and one of the uh, smart stickers. And we know that that package right there will protect your house. Okay, uh, for your kids' phones, you need more stickers. You need you need basically an S4 sticker for any Wi-Fi enabled device. The electric stuff in your house, I tell you, because know, I'm I'm I've been a poor person all my life, so. I look at it and I say, what can you afford? How do? And that's why we came up with this particular packaging, because. If you have second, like your hair dryer, okay, yes, put a sticker on there. And at Bucky Banded, we made the raw ones. We kept up with the production of the raw ones, even though 
we charge a lot less um, because if you just use it for electric, you're okay. Wi-Fi, it's not okay, but this you can use on any electric. But like your hair dryer, if you're only using it once in a while, you don't have to spend it. You're going you're gonna to be okay. You know, if it's something that every day your child picks up in their hand and starts doing their stuff, you want to you want to stick around that. Electric shaver. Your electric shaver, you should probably have. Well, you don't see is you're not in it very long. I mean, how long does it take you to do your face? <laughs> uh, Ten minutes, maybe. Usually once a day. Oh, really? I, well, I don't shave. I didn't realize that. Um, <laughs> Ten minutes. Yeah, get a sticker on it, honey. It's like like uh, oh. like wires coming out of my face, so I try to get them off. <laughs> so what about, um, so they put the nuggets in the water, in their water? Okay, the nuggets are the best part of this whole thing. But, all right, now you can get a whole bunch of nuggets from um, on. Well, it's getting harder and harder to get. You won't believe how much, how many problems I'm having with this. But um, you used to be able to get nuggets fairly easily and quite a bit of it. It's getting harder to do that. We sell nuggets um, over on my place for, uh, you get $12, you get a bag of nuggets. Out of those nuggets, you can do so many things because the requirement, and this is, this is again sort of a quantum thing, but you have to have three nuggets to get a coherent field, which means a stable field. So you always want to use three nuggets. So if you take three nuggets and you tape it to your, um, your router, it's going to change your electric system. If you take three and you put it on your pipes, it's going to start uh, your water pipes. Um, you take some tape, you put it on a cold water. It doesn't matter if it's the intake. You know, it's like just any cold water pipe. And... You tape it on there. And what happens is that the shungite field is there, and the water is being affected by the shungite field and starts to rotate. Because what we don't realize is that we're, well, a lot of people do now because you hear a structured water. What happens is that if you take water and you put it through a pipe, a 100 feet of pipe or a 90-degree turn, it stops spinning. It, sto it loses this natural spin, the spin that it gets when it's in a creek bed right mm -hmm. so what happens is that we're drinking essentially dead water mm -hmm. but when you put the shungite just one shungite field anywhere on the water system the entire water system becomes energized and starts spinning and there are so many different ways that you feel this um, the water gets softer your soap starts to be more sudsy the water tastes better there's no smell of it in it um, if you've got a lot of chlorine, you still might get some, but a lot of people, the chlorine smell goes completely away. And if you take three of these nuggets and you put them in the toilet tank, you will either never have to brush your toilet bowl again, or you won't have to do it as often. That's really interesting. I don't think most people have thought about that one. That's cool, though. And do you need three, or just would one do it be enough? You need the three. And the reason that I know this is because this Irma storm we had here uh, took up my entire water pipe. The, wa the water from the street in was completely ripped out, and it required do working in the house. And I finally said, let's just fix the, the, the toilet, too, because I know this new pressure is going to probably give me problems here. And when they took the top off the tank, all I saw was, like, this brown gunky stuff. 
And I'm going like, first off, I was embarrassed because I had no idea that was what was in it. And, and second of all, I was just like, this can't happen in a Shungite environment. It's impossible. And then I'm going through it, and I'm, my mind's going a thousand miles an hour, and I went, oh, my God, when you have a toilet, and I'm the only person that's here, so it doesn't get used that much. But when you got a toilet and the valve shuts off, you shut the water off from the Shungite field, and it stops rotating. It stops being a Shungite energized field. And so this gunk was allowed to grow in it because it's within, within three weeks of me putting it in there, the stuff inside the tank was falling off the sides. Wow. And I have, I have not, I used to, I used to, I always wondered why does this toilet bowl get this dirty? It was because the tank was doing it, but I didn't look that far, right? So what happened was that because that was no longer happening, the toilet bowl is now not requiring, you know, the brushing. And I'm not the only one. Everybody that has done this, but you need the three. Right, you just drop it in there. Yeah, that, that's interesting. Um, I have just two questions. Um, well, actually, one. Uh, where on the Wi-Fi router could you put the the three Shungite nuggets? Could you just rest them on top of it? Is that fine, or would we need to tape them to the side of it? No, you can just put them on it. But remember. Somebody comes along and it's black. They're black. You don't see them. You start dusting. Gone. That's why you want to secure them. Not because you need to secure them, but because you want to secure them so you don't vacuum them up. Vacuum them. Vacuum them up. Yeah, the routers usually are black. Ours you know? too. Yeah. Ours is. Yeah. Yep. Um, before I forget, I wanted to make sure that we also brought up what you're doing with the bees and how this is helping the bees. Well, that's the that's the 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 best story yet because because I understand Wi-Fi and the dangers. Back in '06, when they first started talking about the bees and the problems they were having with colony collapse, I said to people, I said it's Wi-Fi. I said the Wi-Fi they're getting the, the Wi-Fi is affecting their ability to get back to the to the hives because. The hives were just being deserted. They, it wasn't like there was any disease or anything. They just were deserted. They didn't get back. Well, because their navigation was all screwed up. So I kept going out, and I, I thought about it. I tried. I'm thinking, how the hell do we get the Shungite into, with the bees? And I'm saying, please, beekeepers, contact me so I can work with you. Well, unbeknownst to me, this guy, Derek Hahn, did up in Washington State. He heard me, bought the Shungite, never told us about it, and he had had, he had just started a hive, uh, he had two hives the year before. They didn't make it through the winter. During that first year, he had ticks, he had a uh, disease that causes diarrhea in them, he had colony collapse, he had everything going wrong, and he lost them all during the wintertime. So he starts out with brand new hives, he gets some new bees that oddly enough were Russian bees that were smuggled in <laughs> into the United States. He, he didn't even put this together, you know, it was when we were talking months later that we realized this. And he put three nuggets, that's all he used was three nuggets on the outside where the bees come in and out of the hive, put three nuggets on each of these hives. Now, a bee, if it doesn't like something, will just push it away, okay? Um, they're able to take like a rat or a mouse that got in the hive, they're able to take that thing and throw it out. 
So if they don't want it there, they're going to get rid of it. But they didn't. It was the opposite. You'll see videos that he's got um, where the bees, and it, up to this day, he, he does live videos of them. He'll just turn the camera on, and we can watch the bees. It's so amazing. But they all walk across the Shungite. Okay, as they leave the hive, as they fly back to the hive, they go and they rub up against the Shungite to the point that after the first year, and he looked at the nuggets, the nuggets were actually worn down. Wow. And what's happening is that they're taking, just like I tell you, you don't need much of this. Yeah. And they're taking it and they're getting it on them, which is acting like a Shungite pendant. Mm -hmm. So they're flying with it. They nice. don't get lost. He had no disease. He had no mites. He had no losses. And he went from two hives of about 50,000 bees to over a million bees, and he had eight hives because half a million he was able to capture. That's miraculous. All right. That's quite a testimony. In, in 11 weeks. Wow. That blows me away. Nothing's ever been seen. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. So I you know, so how, how do we get more bee hive owners to know about this? What are you guys doing well, to reach others? Well, we, st we, we, set up, we set up a project to get the hive owners to come to us. We would supply them with the Shungite. It wasn't working. And, but what happened was that um, some guy, well, his name is Dave, and he's the owner of um, Crown Royal Bees, which is not a honeybee, it's a mason bee. Uh, long story. But he has, uh, he's the biggest uh, supplier of this particular bee um, in the world, and he's got huge uh, facilities for breeding the bees. He hears about Derek. And they were only like two hours apart. So Derek went and saw him. So Bee Authority looked at the data because it's all up online. It's all up online. Everything that he does. Is, and you go to shungitehoney.com and you won't believe what happened to the honey. Go to shungitehoney.com or shungitebeehives.com. But he, uh, so right now they've got, um, they've got over 100 hives in Washington that are shungite hives that they're watching to see what happens. Um, right now, it's been go it's on, this is like the third or fourth month that they're doing it. But we're probably not going to really know until, you know, after the season. And they've got another hundred that are working with the mason bee and honeybees in Tennessee. And then we've got another group in Texas. It's a nonprofit organization that um, <laughs> Derek sent them some of the honey. And that was all they needed. They they'd never tasted anything like it. Because what happens is that the bees get the powder in with the nectar that gets uh, into the pollen, and then that gets into the hive itself. And so I said to I said to Derek after I found out who he was, and we're having a conversation and everything. I said, Derek, I said, you want to do another um, another uh, test? And he said. Okay, what are you thinking about? I said, I've always had this feeling that if I could get the powder to the bees, it would make all the difference. And he says, oh, okay. So we send him some powder, and he puts the powder in a little, you know what, a, a silver dollar-sized plastic container that you put a silver dollar in for display? Like, yeah. you know. Yes. Well, he takes, he takes one of those. Not, you know, I mean, I'm talking just, you know, one of the, Top, the top, the bottom or the top, right? Mm -hmm. And he fills that with um, the Shanghai powder. 
then he put it on the hive, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The opposite side where the Shungite nuggets were, he mm-hmm. put the powder. And he sat there and watched it. Now, luckily, it was there was no wind that day. And they came out, and there's, what, what is this? What, ooh, ooh. And within a few hours, the powder was gone. They had walked through it until it was all gone. Wow. wow. Awesome. So they, they and then, and, awesome. well, then what happened was that the, the, the hive exploded in activity. They started making queens. They started making babies. They started making so much honey. He had to harvest honey, which he never would have done in a first-year hive because they were making so much of it. And they, 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 that's where they were getting the million bees. And then we did it again. With a, by that time, he had um, six hives. And I said, do you want to go bigger? And he said, yeah. I said, then let's do another test. Let's take and put another powder on one of the new hives and see what happens. But he put it on the old one, too. So he ran two at the same time, and same thing happened. It's called superseding. And any beekeeper out there that can imagine a superseding hive that he's never had any disease and no mites, nothing. And you've got an amazing amount of bees being produced. Um, and, of course, you know, part of the part of the, my question in it is, Derek is an extremely spiritual being. And he's very, very knowledgeable about enterology and about the power of thought. And he goes out there and he talks to those bees. Oh, yeah. He works with those bees, you know, energetically. Can somebody get the same results if they, they don't even think of bees as being sentient? You know, that's my question. Yeah. And that's what we're testing now. Hmm. That's, that's you know, test too. can everybody get the same results, whether you believe in it or not? Mm-hmm. What if, um, I mean, what could we do even just if we don't have a hive? Is there anything that we can do outside of our space that might help the bees in any way? Just people who don't have hives, is that something that we could consider? Um, I've never considered it myself, I suppose so. Um but the, one of the things about the mason bees, okay, is that a mason bee does not live in a hive. It lives as a solitary bee. And you might have seen these things. They're like little houses, and they've got, like, straws in them. Well, the mason bee goes into a straw that's about six inches long, goes all the way to the back, lays an egg, puts some uh, food there, and seals it up with mud, then does it all the way down the straw. Mm-hmm. All right? And in the in the winter time, they just live like that through the winter. And in the springtime, as it gets warmer, they start to hatch and come out. And now you've got a whole bunch of mason bees. No upkeep, no problems. And the mason bee is a, at least a hundred percent more powerful as a pollinator than a honeybee is, because a honeybee goes in and lands and gets the pollen on them. And then they take the pollen back to the hive. What happens with a mason bee is the mason bee slams into the, to the like a kamikaze pilot, into the flower, causing the flower to erupt in pollen all over the place. Because yeah. it only needs enough to make a piece of bread, not to make honey. Wow. So, so we believe, I believe, and I mean, we've gotten flack from the commercial bee people. Because this is the biggest kept secret ever. 
You don't have to take honeybees and take them, put them in a truck and, and drag them all over the United States, pollinating different fields where they're picking, picking up all sorts of toxins. All you have to do is put mason bees in your farm and they will do it for you every year without problems. And we do have shungited. That's what they're doing with the mason bees up in the in uh, crown b they're they're using different versions of mason uh, of shungite to see what kind of effect they can get yeah this would be interesting to to uh experiment with the shungite and um there's people who want to increase a population of bees uh those type of beekeepers um rather than the ones who are in it for the honey i think there there definitely are uh groups and individuals who are in it for the restoration um, I'm not sure if harvesting the honey for human consumption is something that's necessary. Probably not. Um, so I'd like to reach out to um, to some groups that are involved in that and uh, send them a link to your webpage and uh, get them in contact with you. I think that would be great out here in California. Why do you think that, you know, that... The mainstream don't know about this mason bee. What, what do you think that at? Like, who's trying to keep that from being known? Commercial beehivers. Okay. Mm. The ones that are making money taking these all over the country. Yeah. They don't want people to know that you just have you, for a fraction of the amount of money you spend on them in a year, you can put in your own mason bees. Now, see, one thing about the mason bee is that during the winter you got all these little kind of cocoon things, you know, the larva. Mm -hmm. And for most people who aren't really into, you know, working with them, you just let them sit out there during the winter time, and then you let them, you know, nature take its, its when it gets warm, they, they get birthed. But the problem is, is that sometimes you have an early spring, and then it gets cold again. And now the bees are awake and alive, and there's no pollen, and there's no flowers, and, you know, what happens? So what they do, the really dedicated ones, is that they go and they take the, the house that's got all these little, these little straws in it, and they pull out the straws, and they tear them open, and they take all those larvae and put them into a container and put it in the refrigerator. So when it does get warm enough, now they put them out, and now they're safe. And if you've got too many, you think, for your own need, you can send them back to Royal Crown B and they will buy them from you. Hmm. I mean, it's like this, this amazing company working with, you know, and there's no stinger. You, you don't get stung. So you can put them in, in schoolyards. You know, you can put them anywhere, anytime because they don't hurt you. And yet they're the most amazing pollinators that are out there. That's so awesome. I mean, that because like so, it really upsets me when I see these bees like on the sidewalk. They can't fly. They can look like they're confused. They're about to die. And I'm thinking, what? You know, obviously the Wi-Fi and the toxins mm -hmm. and the pesticides and herbicides and chemicals that are being sprayed on us. Like all these things are obviously hurting these little beings. And you know, what is it that we can do to help? Well, we'll, uh, we'll spread the awareness about the Beehive Project. And again, your uh, website is cosmicreality.net. Uh, the Beehive Project, I'll get you in contact with some groups that are involved in uh, bee population restoration. Um, 
think. And we uh, want to follow up about, on this again too about like you know maybe when, let us know when the good time is to follow up with the experiments that they're working on right now and and just let people know what's going on or at least if you are putting it up on your website we can put that up on our website to share as well. Yeah, I can't wait to to you know. Yeah, part part of it is that we're really, you know, there's three people working on the store, and then there's Derek working on the bees, and it's it's just you don't have enough people to really get out there and push everything, and so it's the people that are listening to us that on their own are taking off. We're finding out more and more beekeepers are just listening to what we say. We've got videos up to show you how to do it, that they're doing it on their own. And a lot of times they're buying from us, but they're not telling us. They're just doing it. Mm -hmm. So there is a lot of activity that way. But see, it's, it goes even beyond the bees. Um, what they what happened was some scientists were in this guy's backyard from when he grew up as a kid. And they're driving along. And all of a sudden the guy says, you know, when we used to drive, every time we drove, we had to stop not very far to take the bugs off the windshields. And there's no bugs on the windshields. And they did, they started a project that was based on driving through certain areas and seeing how many bugs you get on your windshield. And they found out that 70% of the insect population is gone. Wow. That is as scary as it gets. If the insects go, the birds go. If the insects go, the bats go. Mm -hmm. If the insects go, and the birds go, then the little critters that eat the birds is the next to go. It, it, it would be a biological catastrophe. Yeah, it would be the, like just and we're on the verge of the chain, it. the chain of, of yep. Yeah, yeah, it's really, it's really, it's corporate greed. Really, the root of this is corporate greed, research and development, Control and, and depopulation in the chemical field. You know, different corporations, of course, Monsanto, Dow, all kinds of, all kinds of them. Um, it really boils down to corporate greed, so there there has to be a counter to this and helping uh, restore the bees and making things more safe for us as human beings so we can carry out our operations to help this planet is very important. Yeah, we are so grateful for everything that you've shared with us today. And, you know, it's, it's, it's time that we take take the next step and you know what Shungai can do for us what Shungai is already doing for the bees and getting it out there um, that's you know that's our goal is with anything is how can we help change the situation obviously that's what's happening with the Shungai it is literally changing would you would you say Shungai can benefit everything that is a living creature a living organism Oh, yes, absolutely. And let me just tell you a little story. Now, I can give you different reasons why it happened, but I'll tell you what happened. Um, Derek, it, it, it was getting cold. It was getting warm and cold and warm and cold and jumping around. But the bees were out, and they were very busy. And they were coming back with an incredible amount of pollen to the point that I was watching them. He had a live video, and I'm going like, Derek, why are they crashing? And he said, they've got too much pollen. They can't even... They're not even flying right. They've got so much, and um, I mean, virtually crashing into the into the to the hive. And what, what problem was was that that it was they were weak from the winter. They were had too much pollen, and they were getting very very tired. Um, so 
Then it got cold. But they kept flying like this, but now they're confronting the cold. And what happened was that a whole bunch of them couldn't get up to the hive and they landed on the ground and started freezing. And he goes out and he sees, you know, what's happening. And he got some of the ones that were still alive, but he had at least 20 that were dead. And he can't, well, he, he has to take care of them. You know, it's even a dead bee to him is, you know, I better take care of it. So he and his wife, they pick them up, put them in a, in a jar, and they walk back to the house, and on the porch, he just laid it down on a table that had a bunch of shungite on the table with it. And a few hours later, now he's still outside, but, you know, and they've been on the ground for probably hours, you know, but it, this happens, still outside in the cold, but closer to the house, so maybe it warmed up a little bit. But when he was going out to work, and he works nights. He looked at the, the, the container and he saw a movement and he said, he called to his wife and he said, please check the bees. Maybe there's one or two in there that are still alive. They were all alive. Oh, my. Wow. So, you know, if you see a bee, take your pendant off and put it by the bee and see if the bee can't get recharged. Wow. Enough to get home. I was thinking that, too. Like, if I do see it, I, will, I, mean, I always wear my pendant, so I'll have it on me. And if I... I'll test it. I'll get back to you on that if I run into that situation, which I probably will. Yeah. yeah. I don't underestimate the power of Shungite, I'll tell you. And we have we have people, right now I've got this woman, um, Didi, who's had a terrible accident, real lot of brain injury, couldn't see right, couldn't walk right, everything, everything you would imagine was wrong. And she's been on Shungite, um, I think she's 30 days in now. And every week we get another report from her of how much better she's doing. She's seeing better. She's cleaning her house. She's walking. And her, and her son came over to see her, and he was like, Mom, what, what happened? And she says, it's Shungite. And she starts telling about it. He ordered from us, too, because he was so impressed with, with what he had seen with his mom. Oh, Amazing. That's so awesome. I'm sure the testimony just flooded in. I'm sure you get testimonies all the time, positive reviews. Well, we do. We have a um, a, a blog up that only is this one blog of uh, people's testimonials, and I, I there's I don't even know how many are up there, and some of them go on quite a lot explaining all of their. See, if you don't have if you don't think you have any health issues, and you get in a Shungite environment, you're not going to be particularly impressed unless you're very energy sensitive but if you've got major health problems and you get in a shungite environment and start to feel better right away that's when you know it's a shungite mm -hmm. i had this one woman right in the beginning and she wrote us and she said i waited to make sure it was shungite she said but i had been house ridden for three years and had five doctors she said it's been, I think she was on it for a month, more than a month. I think it was three months. And um, she said, since I've become a Shungite environment person, I have fired all five doctors, and I now am running three miles a day. Wow. She really turned things around. I love hey. it. And she was not the old, only one. You know, I mean, I've had other people... Very similar. If you're really, really sick and you, you feel it, then you, you know, because what it does is it, it balances you out energetically. 
And I don't care if you got a bad heart and you have the heart replaced. If you haven't energetically fixed it, you're going to have another heart problem with the same heart, with the new heart. But if you fix yourself energetically, you can take the old heart and fix it. And so this is what it, what it does. is it, It's taking in from the quantum field. It's creating a, a very stable, very life-giving frequency that takes your bioelectromagnetic, your chakras, all of the, the things that go into it, and balancing it. So that now your body's got a chance to heal. Awesome. And in the meantime, it's protecting you from getting hit anymore. I think, um, well, since it's so positively effective on humans, has there been any experiments in growing plants with shungite water? Oh, yes. This is one of the big things of it. Um, they actually took uh, is it shungite water will help there's people we've got videos of people who just used the shungite water and had impressive results but it's also you can take the powder and put it mix it in with the, the soil mm -hmm. which this is a russian this is not the russians started this and they actually did a test with half of a potato field with shungite powder in the in the soil and half of it without and the one that had the shungite on the field had an 80% increase in yield. 80. 80. He said 80. 80. 80. Wow. Oh, man. I, a, I'd love to, to do the plant experiment myself. Well, we can. we got plants around. And it would be easy. Do you, um, do you personally sell um, powdered shungite as well? No. Hmm. No, you can get it. You can get it so, from so many different dealers. You know, and I, I, you know, we have to make a profit, and I didn't see that it was cost effective for us to try to deal with it when it was available. Mm -hmm. Like the nuggets I supply, because they're not they're not easily obtainable the way that we we get them. I, you know, we get big orders of them, and so then we can clean them up and get the right ones that you need for what we're telling you to do. I've noticed. So that's you know other people. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, that's fine because. Um, yeah, I definitely want to support your company, um, but I do want to try that plant experiment. Um, so I've noticed here one thing. Uh, we've had the same Shungite nuggets in our homes for about, how long Four has it been? Years. Four years. Yeah. Um, there must be something happening. It must be filtering something because a few of the stones have developed what looks like oxidation or rust. What is that? That's pyrite. I, like I said, started this out, I said that shungite's like a, a stew. Okay. It's yeah. a mixture. Pyrite. I won't give you the chemical term for it, but it's a big mixture. And pyrite is one of the things that we do find inside of it. Um, so if you've got, and, and sometimes it's just like a line. You'll see a line. Sometimes you'll see speckles. It's, it's pyrite. Now, one thing about pyrite that is really confusing people is there if you go and you Google pyrite toxicity, you're going to find a website. It's the only one out there that I've seen. It talks about it one way or the other. But they're talking about the um, 10 most dangerous mining operations in, in like three or four uh, is pyrite. But that's because when you've got pyrite, in the ground you very often have sulfur and in mining the pyrite they pull out sulfur that then gets in the water like a river and becomes sulfur dioxide that's <laughs> deadly so that's why they say it but pyrite itself is not in any way a toxic 
And plus the fact that this is a chungite, if it was toxic, it wouldn't be. But it's not but it's not toxic at all. So we had a, a funny thing happen. We had a, a big brick of we call them bricks. If they're over a pound, they're a brick. And uh, this one was at least two and a half pounds. And we were working with uh, putting them in, in um, swimming pools. And this little girl was playing with the shungite, big, huge thing of shungite in the pool. And all of a sudden, it broke in half because the shungite had a huge inclusion of pyrite. The whole thing was almost all pyrite with an outside shell of shungite. And it just broke open because the water had gotten into the pyrite. The pyrite started rusting and therefore caused a fissure in the rock. Yeah. Interesting. What's the so that's all you're seeing. How, how big do these nuggets form? I mean, are they uh, are these little nuggets just broken off of larger ones? Or have those small ones been there at this, uh, at this place in Russia? Or were they somehow broken down? Somehow. I mean, it fascinates me how they even got there. There are videos. Um, I think it's called the Shungite Factory is the studio, the YouTube studio. But they have videos of them mining Shungite. And you'll see boulders. I mean, I'm talking, you know, as big as me. Boulders of it. Wow. <laughs> I have a quick question about... Um when we're wearing the shungite, as I have the pendant, um, should I have three pieces on me, or should is it okay just to wear the pendant? No, you're wearing an energy device. Mm -hmm. Three the three nuggets are to what you're wearing is an energy device. Okay. It's creating through the shungite, and it's a shungite field. Okay. So. The pendants by themselves. Now, another question I get is people say, well, should I have the S4, um, you know, the resin that's got the powder in it, or should I have the ones that I wrap? Mm -hmm. And the thing of it is, is that I suspect that if you just had the S4 pendant, you'd probably be okay. But the energy field that you get with the wrapped ones um, is... One that is, because of the way the organ is flowing through it, is very active. And it works, it's the frequency of the 3D. So to me, it is more conducive to 3D balancing and, and, and of healing. Whereas the S4 pendant itself puts out an energy field around you so that if you're getting hit by Wi-Fi, it's not going to hurt you because before it gets to your body, it's already been attenuated. But in either case, do you have to replace them or recharge them, or you don't have to worry about putting them in water? They're all fine. But would you recommend one over the other? Do you think the S4 is better, or is the ones that you wrap better? Um, it really depends on the person. You know, what do they need? What's their energy? Because see, if you're if you've gone so far as to buy an S4 pendant from me. You've got S4 on your phones. And I kept, I didn't want to say anything because, you know, people think I'm a little bit too much, you know, everything, everything. I said, I'm sorry, but it's everything, you know, right? So I could detect that the energy field coming off of the phone, once it's got the sticker on it, becomes a healing energy field. 
So I told people, but I like I say, I didn't want to go public with it, that um, in my estimation, you didn't need an S4 pendant. What you needed was the S4 on the phone if you've got the phone on you all the time. Mm -hmm. Because that's the field that is going to do the same thing. So, you know, in that case, put it on your phone. If you keep the phone on you, I, I don't ever know where my phone is, so that wouldn't work for me. Um, but it, it, it just depends on what the person feels for them. What, what energy is it that you need? Um, I was going to tell you something else about that, but I don't remember what it was. Sorry, I think and we do have specialties um, that we put together where we put ruby and emerald and sometimes citrine or amethyst in with the um, in with the mix because it adds a different it adds another energy and shungite loves to play with energy mm -hmm. so an amethyst has an amethyst frequency that works I mean you know what that is about um, and we do charge a lot of money for those things because they are expensive to make. And people kind of like, well, it's plastic. Well, yeah, but you don't know what Walt Silva has to do to get that right. You know, it's not an easy process. We finally, well, somebody was, somebody bought a magnet from us and her um, significant other. Oh, it should have cost five cents. It's blah, 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 blah. And I guess, I guess Walt got a little bit disturbed and he said, I think I'll tell you what it takes to make that magnet. And I think he was down to 10 points, and then I came back. But you didn't say this and this and this and this and this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a complicated process. And um, and we're cheap. Like I say, I'm not taking any money from the company. The prices are going to have to raise because we're going to run into a production problem. Um, Walt's making virtually everything except the pendants that I wrap. And we keep getting, I mean, we double our sales every year. Because, and it's not going away. I was in the mineral business for a long time, and you'd find something come along, and, oh, this is the best thing, and then it would fade out. Everything would eventually fit. Not Shanghai, just getting bigger and bigger every oh, year. More people need to know about it, and that's exactly why we're having this conversation, because a lot's happened in the four years since we've had our Shanghai, and I have all my family has it. Um, but, you know, I want to really get this out there and – just what we have, the products that you have now that we didn't, we didn't know about. So we are grateful for all the hard work and effort and everything you've done to make this available to people. And we really want to make sure that everybody has this available to them and especially people that are not feeling well. Um, I, I well, you, you know, the other thing was that, that Bobby said that he didn't think that getting the honey was necessary. In fact, with shungite bees, it is necessary because they make so much of it. Um, they don't, they, when, when he, he put, Derek, I mean, he doesn't care about the honey. He doesn't, he makes me kind of crazy, you know, because I'm, I'm like, you, you know, you got to make money on this, but it's the bees, the bees, bees, you know. And so um, he wasn't going to sell honey or do any of that. But what happened was that they were making so much honey, he had to take it. And so then he sends it over to me, and I'm like, oh, my God, because I didn't even like it. I wouldn't even touch on it. And I'm going, I don't know what this is, but this is not anything I've ever encountered before. The energy was astounding because it's shungite honey. It's got shungite in the honey combs. Um, so what, what happened was that in the wintertime, he made sure they had plenty of honey. 
And they didn't eat very much honey over the wintertime. None of us can figure this out. Because mm -hmm. in Washington, they had a terrible snowstorm. It was unprecedented. And virtually every hive in Washington was lost. He had five hives still going because as it gets closer to winter, the um, hives themselves start to lose population. You're not going to like this, Bobby. I'm, I'm sorry about this. You might have a different attitude about bees when I tell you this. Every winter, all the men are killed and thrown out of the hive so that the queen can survive. And the, the females are the ones winter and so there's no male so you have a drop in population of a given hive every winter and so he kept taking them and putting them together so the more you have together because they get in a ball around the queen to protect her from the elements and so he's got only five hives when the winter hit and then this this terrible storm hit and he was in the process of moving he's actually at the new house two hours away and got snowed in. He couldn't even get back to the hives. Mm -hmm. And when he did get back, he found that two hives were dead, but three of them were perfectly all right. Mm -hmm. And I'm going, and he, he was upset when he was talking to me. And I said, okay, I said, just tell me what you found when you got there. And he's going through it, you know. And I said, okay, okay. I said, is there anything different about the hives? Look at the hives in your mind. Is there something different? Why would one, Why would the two not survive and he said oh my god he said the three that survived were the ones we painted with shungite paint uh, on the outside the outside or inside on the outside yeah yeah on the outside because what we do is we take like a teaspoonful of the shungite powder yeah. and it's a it's a special mix and you mix it in with a gallon of paint now, shungite will smear. It's not like something that's going to, you know, you're going to see black streaks in it. We happen to like the black streaks. Um, but it, you know, you paint that on the outside of the hive. And so now you have a, a complete surrounding of an S4 um, shungite field around the hive. And then inside the hive, you've got the powder going into the honey. And the honey, like I say, you can go to shungitehoney.com. And you can get honey right now that Derek um, that Derek harvested from the from the hives that he thought they would need the honey for the winter, and they didn't. And now they're back making more honey, so he's taken all of those and he's uh, still got honey up on shungitehoney.com, and it is expensive. He would sell it for less. I won't let him because he just. You know, so many light workers, they they don't want to ask for money because it's dirty. Money is energy. It's simply energy. Somebody's, I've got money and you've got something that I need. I want to exchange. I don't have the gift of healing or the gift of making bees. You know, you do. I want to pay you for this. I want to give my energy. And um, I just, you know, want him to settle down into being, into understanding that. And so if you're bitching about how much the honey costs, blame me, not him. <laughs> and I don't make any money on any of it. But, my God, it takes so much work for these little girls to make this honey. You can't imagine how many bees are involved in making just a teaspoon of honey. It's astounding. So do you think that the, uh, the reason why they didn't need, once the shungite was in the hive, in, in the honey, 
they probably didn't need as much because all the energy and the energy field that they were getting to be more efficient at what they do, they didn't need as much as they did before having the Shungite. That's my interpretation. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Now we could also say maybe, you know, you can give a lot of other reasons, but my thing is, is don't disregard the Shungite. I had this girlfriend of mine, and she had a dog that, um, well, she had two dogs. I gave them um, nuggets to put in their water. You put three nuggets in the water dishes. In the, and if you've got any doubts about whether Shungite works or not, do you guys have animals? Yeah, we have a, we have a pug, and I'm writing it down right now that I'm going to get nuggets for Ollie's water. <laughs> okay, oh, so you've already got it in there. But do you remember yeah. before you had Shungite? where the dish was always had this film in it. Yeah. It always feels greasy. Yeah. Okay. That's called bio. Somebody finally gave it a name. What the heck was it? It's bio something or other. Biofilm. But whatever that slick biofilm. Thank you. That, that biofilm that you feel on a, on a dog, even if you wash it daily, you're still probably going to feel this kind of slickness. I used to have to use uh, white vinegar to cut it, right? Yeah. Well, since you put the shungite in the in the water, you never have to worry about that. It just doesn't show up. And, yeah, it's, it's and we have to use three. Clear. We have to use three in the water, or just one. Three. I recommend the three. Always three. Well, we're gonna put an order in for for uh, a bunch of nuggets <laughs> right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we want to thank you for taking the time out. Uh, to come out and, and uh, talk with us. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, we've had Shungite for a few years now, and we're going to Add more keep everywhere. getting Shungite, <laughs> something that I want to keep on deck for the rest of my life. And we will get the word out to other people and organizations about what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you so much. Um, and we are. Oh, you're, we'll you're so welcome. Thank Yes. Thank you for letting me have a you know another podium here to be able to talk to people about it. It'll make all the difference in people's lives, and it'll certainly make a hell of a lot of things turns out to be what we think it is. Yeah, we're gonna. We might we survive. Well, all we need to do is let people know because I'm believing people that you know they're waking up, they're becoming more aware, and to I mean I know it's magic, but magic is the manipulation of energy. And if you understand enterology like I do, and like Walt does, and Derek does, and Stephanie, it, it, it is so clear to us. We know what we're talking about. <laughs> it's not like we're making it up, you know. It's like we've got we've got track record. We've been at this for well over four years. We've got way over four thousand people. We've never had any complaints. I mean, the one. One asked for their money back, um, and we've got—I I mean, I didn't even get into the the testing of the blood and what that showed, because we we tested this woman's blood, and when she had a, a phone on a cell phone in her lap that did not have a Shungite sticker on it, her blood started to rotate in diseased blood way, counterclockwise. Then when they put the sticker on it, the blood all changed drastically, went into a clean cleansing mode modality, mm -hmm. and she for the first time in her life saw stem cells in her own blood. And she's forty two years old. You don't have stem cells in your own blood. 
So she's on a mission to figure this one out. You know, what's this all about? She's an RN. Absolutely floored by what, I mean, floored by what she saw. That's awesome. Very interesting. So we've got, we've got pictures, thermography pictures, where people that were talking on the phone without the sticker, their head gets real red. You know, thermography is a test for heat. And we got a picture just before they did it, which was a lot of green and yellows and a couple of areas of red. And after a two-minute call, her entire head was bright red. Mm -hmm. And then they let her cool down, and it took um, it took over 20 minutes for her to cool down enough to get the same base picture. Mm -hmm. And then they put the shungite on the phone, and when they took the picture the second time, there were the same areas that were red were red, but the red areas are in the teeth area where you got metal in your mouth in the inner ear where heavy metals um, will come up and um, in in the area of the neck and I'm not sure what's there but something is there that's I think it's a heavy metal response like when you turn on your microwave and you've got aluminum foil in it you know that yeah. well no matter which way the signal is rotating if you got a signal hitting heavy metal you're gonna have a heat buildup so we've got thermography that shows that our stickers work, um, people's testimonies, um, just the way you feel. Oh, and the best one yet, I started to tell you this. When the field, I said that the field was healing. Well, this woman, a mom, got concerned about the cell phones and had her, her kid who was on a track team tested, muscle tested. And when he's got the cell phone, he's very weak. When he doesn't, he's strong. So she goes to the track team and she starts testing them all and they're all like oh my god this phone is killing me you know well yeah so but then she runs into my partner Stephanie finds out about the stickers goes back puts the stickers on their phones and then a week later they went to a track meet and they beat their own records <sighs> and every one of these kids believes it's a sticker on the phone that they've had for a week awesome. so during a week they've been given you know, good energy instead of bad energy. Wow. That's fascinating. Yeah. yeah, I know kids are falling asleep with these things under their pillows these days, and they're, they're on them all day long. So if anything, these kids need these stickers. Parents, please get these kid, your kids these stickers. Well, what, we, what, we, what we've done, because the kids don't like our logo, <laughs> I don't want that on my phone is that we're talking, we've already got a number of accounts already, um, schools and uh, teams and stuff like this and nonprofit organizations, they can have their logo put on our stickers. We don't put any information regarding us. So you, our, our, our store is not in competition with you. And you can get these things and you're, you're, I don't even know what the price is, but you can raise the prices drastically because people will pay for them as fundraisers. But the thing of it is, is it's a logo of the team, so they want these things on their phones. Yeah. You know, it's like a trick to get the kids to use them, but it works. So how would they do that? So you would, they would just buy your, buy your stickers, and then they could put something over top of it, or how would that work? No, 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 no. We've got a, we've got a link where you go to the stickers. I think it's up there. It should be, and it says custom stickers. And what you do is you send us your logo. Okay. Then we put you, we print your, we print your logo in color on the labels that we know are the good labels. Then we send them to Walt, and Walt and his mom helps him out. Um, they 
make them into S4 stickers, which we send to you, and then you can sell them for whatever price you can get and help everybody around you. Yeah, I love it. I love that because that just – and fundraisers. What a great thing to do for a fundraiser. Everybody get these things on their phones. I mean, instead of selling candy bars, I mean – what, what a better way to help your kids is because, you know, they're kind of addicted to their phones. So if they've got these stickers on there, then, you know, you're helping, helping protect them. That's awesome. I'm so glad that that came up. You know, and so Stephanie's daughter would, um, like, she went into school, and she's in a small class, and she has the Shungite pendant on her, and she gave one to her best friend, Dylan. And so the two of them, and they've got testing on the computers. These are young kids. They're, what, I think they were six and, no, they were eight years old, I think, when this happened. And so they um, get on the computers, and two of them have the Shungite. And all of a sudden, the other kids that were in the same room with them are looking at them. And Jordan said, what? And they said, what are you guys doing? There's something different about you. And they could detect the energy field. And so that day when Dylan was being picked up by his mom and she says, how was your day? And he went, oh, my God, my day was so good. You know, we had those tests on the computers. And for the first time, I didn't have any headaches and I wasn't sick to my stomach. And she's going like, you've been headached and sick to your stomach. What's this about? And he never told her. But, she, but he's going on. He says, but Jordan gave me this pendant. It's like I have a, a field around me, a force field. I feel like a super person. You know, so the kids call it the Shungite Super. What do they call it? The Shungite Field. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because they're stuck in the Wi-Fi stuff, you know, in the classrooms. So, wow, that's amazing. But can you imagine how many how many kids are going in, getting tested, and are sick to their stomach and have headaches and never mention it to their parents? Because it's become normal. <laughs> yeah, it's the way they feel when they're on them. They don't know that they could feel something else. Wow. That is, I love it. I love it. I'm so excited about this. So we are going to uh, wrap it up, and we are excited to share. And we will, again, follow up with you in probably in another couple of months um, to follow up on this bee, some of the bee stuff that's going on. Even if we just did a quick little 15, 20-minute follow-up, we just really want to make sure we, we keep an eye on that and how we can help the pollinators Get, uh, get, get healed and heal this planet. Well, people can come over to CosmicReality.com and they find that on .net. And it's a radio station. Okay. And we have, a number, we have a number of different shows that go off. And one of them is the Shungite radio show. Mm -hmm. And we bring in um, people that have had the Shungite experience, you know. But a lot of times we, they don't, we don't even talk Shungite because we just find so many amazing people in this venture of opening up and saying, you know, can we help you? And there are so many amazing people out there that just have modalities of healing and, and information. It's, it's a fascinating uh, show. It's our most popular and our best. But we also bring on the B people. And so and all of our shows go up on YouTube. So you go to the, to the different uh, either Cosmic Reality YouTube station or Cosmic Reality Shungite, Shungite YouTube, 
and um, there's there's videos on bees, and and Derek will step you through the entire first phase of the experiments we're doing. Oh, awesome! We'll be checking that out for sure. Yeah, lots of lots of great links, and people can keep up with what you're doing and follow the radio show. And uh, wow, great bunch of resources that we have to help people. A lot of unique things happening with cosmic reality. That uh, one thing I like to focus on is originality and um, very solutions. Well, um, someone who's doing things a little different than most people are doing, and this is awesome. So thank you for being here with us. We'll talk to you sometime soon. And we'll let you know when uh, one, we send you a link when we have everything well, up. One last, one last thing is that they can go to Facebook and go to the Shungite store group, and we get people posting about Shungite from all over the world. Shungite store group on Facebook. Shungite store group. Okay, I'll go in there and, and join and bring people there as well. That's a good resource for people to share with each other. Yeah, awesome. All right, Nancy, thank you so much for spending this time with us and everything that you've done. Again, we'll uh, put all these links up for the audience to know um, where to go and to join in on the conversation and share their testimonies and share it with their friends and get it out there. Get it on those phones. Get it in your environment. And uh, thank you everyone. And thank you both for what you do. You guys are, you know, awesome too. So appreciate us. <laughs> we appreciate welcome. each other. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Enjoy the rest. It's good of connecting with you again. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday evening. Take yes. care. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, guys. Be safe. Be blessed. Yes. Bye bye. Be